Hello, I'm Molly, and this is Care Experts, brought to you by Care Credit and Pets Best. Together, the Care Credit credit card and Pets Best pet health insurance provide all the financial tools that can help you be the best pet parent you can be. Today, we are here in Los Angeles, California with Dr. Jeff Werber. Dr. Werber is a practicing veterinarian and has been for over 35 years. He is the founder of Century Veterinary Group and is the former president of the Association of Veterinary Communicators. Today we're discussing a topic that most pet owners have heard about, fleas, ticks, and mites. Hopefully you've never had an issue with it, but we're gonna discuss it all today with Dr. Werber, who is here. So thank you for being here. Thanks. And can you explain to us, what is the difference between a flea, a tick, a mite? How can I tell the difference? How do I know if my dog has any of those? Okay, so you go from something that's moving so fast that you can barely grab it and hops, that's a flea. Something that seems like it's embedded in the dog's skin, not moving at all, or very, very slowly, if you happen to be lucky enough to catch it during a, a transition. Uh, and it looks like, almost like a growth, like it's embedded in the skin. That's a tick, okay? Mm. Then you have mites, which if you can see, you have amazing eyes, <laughs> because they're pretty microscopic. And on those, you have different types of mites. You have mites that are in the ear, ear mites, you have different types of mites on the skin. You have demodectic mange mites. You have scabies or sarcoptic mange mites. You can also have lice. So there are so many different types. There's something called chylatiella. They call walking dandruff. You can't tell it's a mite, but all of a sudden you see this piece of dandruff that seems like it's walking on your dog. Oh my God. Okay, so that there are many different types and uh, they all are problematic. Absolutely. So let's start by discussing how does my dog get a flea or a tick? Fleas and ticks are, are something that are transmitted. Now, uh, ticks are, are coming from pet to pet, but they usually have a middle, and that middle is shrubbery or a leaf or grasses or trees, someplace that dogs, you know, playing around, going on a hike, and they pick up ticks. Um, the, um, uh, the fleas are coming from, again, they could be outside. I, I have clients that pet parents with indoor only dogs practically their dogs rarely go outside and have fleas well how'd that happen right right or and it's because you carry those fleas in on your shoes probably or your pant leg when you were outside and you introduced them to the environment so um what are some signs that my dog might have fleas or a tick so they're a little bit different because fleas uh first of all they are much more pruritic that means itchy okay so dog is scratching a lot Ticks, on the other hand, they are more of a nuisance. You're petting your dog, you're brushing your dog, you see it there. Um, the problem with ticks is not the, the active disease that you could see like with a flea allergy. Their diseases that they transmit uh, are more subtle and it, it, they don't happen right away. We're talking of Lyme disease. Mm -hmm. We're talking blood-borne diseases like Ehrlichia. So these sound like little creatures we wanna get rid of. So let's talk about prevention. I know there are so many products on the market for mm -hmm. flea and tick and mite prevention. Can you tell us which ones you prefer and why or why not? So you know, my feeling is that a lot of the over-the-counter products are just unfortunately no longer effective. But you put a chemical out in, in play for 18 years, Trust me, those fleas, any insect, they're gonna figure out a way to beat it, and they have. So the products that I recommend, I recommend there are prescription only from your veterinarian. It's a class of medication called isoxazolines. 
And there are four main products out there that are that of this class. They are Soxazolines, $10 Oregon if you remember it, but just know that you want to see your veterinarian. There's also a product out there, which again, available through your veterinarian, that is a very effective, it's almost like a flea bath in the sense that it's not going to leave the dog clean, but within 30 minutes, every flea on that dog is dead. Oh, wow. Oh, it's amazing. But it only lasts for like the day. I mean, so you don't want to use it every day. Thank you so much, Dr. Werber. And we'll be back with more care experts after this brief message. Thanks to Care Credit, I can take care of my best friend. Thanks to Care Credit, I can smile again. Thanks to Care Credit, I can be confident. Thanks to Care Credit, I can prepare for veterinary care. I can take care of myself again. I can be myself again. I can plan for Cooper's care. I can take care of my pug family. I can. I can. I can. I can have peace of mind. Welcome back to Care Experts. Let's continue our discussion with Dr. Werber. So um, are fleas seasonal? How often should we be medicating our pets? Is it year round? Is it this time of year? This time that year? really depends on location. Mm -hmm. uh, in many parts of the country, mostly the South, fleas are year round and bad. Uh, here in Southern California, where I practice, uh, they can be, we usually have a break during the very cold months for, well, relatively very cold months for LA, which gets <laughs> right. down to 40. Uh, and, uh, but in the Northeast and the North, uh, where it's uh, freezing and below, uh, usually we don't see many fleas. Ticks, however, they can thrive. So you, you probably want to do these medications year round, because right. if not for the flea, it's going to be for the tick. If my dog were to lick or somehow, you know, ingest the topical flea medication that I were to put on their body, does that have a harmful effect? It is really, most of these products don't have an effect on mammals. Okay. So it's, I wouldn't say I wouldn't encourage it. I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to sprinkle on their food. But that's why we do ask that when it comes to a dog, we put it high up by the shoulder blades mm -hmm. and cats even higher up the nape of the neck. Um, but it's ideally that they don't lick. So if you can kind of watch them for the first several hours after application. And so obviously also if we find a tick on the dog, even if they've been treated with their, whatever the medication is, get get it removed or remove yes. it yourself. If you learn how to remove, you don't want to leave the mouth parts behind. So it's mm -hmm. for the very first time, it might be great to have your veterinarian or groomer teach you how to successfully remove a tick. There are great products out there at pet stores yeah. to help do that. So we have covered fleas and ticks. Let's talk about mites. Oh, yeah. um, can you tell us more about what they do, what the symptoms are, what different kinds there are? So we talk about mites. They're ear mites. Uh, they, again, they can respond to certain medications. Mm -hmm. The ears need to be thoroughly cleaned. I would recommend not trying to do this yourself, okay. but going to a veterinarian that can really thoroughly clean the ears, look for the mites. They put a, the, 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 some of the debris on a microscope mm -hmm. and see if you can find ear mites. If there's one way to really, really gross out a pet parent, as I do, is I show them the ear mites on a screen. Oof. They don't want to mess with that. They see those little, they are gross. The um, scabies mites, scabies causes extreme itchiness. Mm. It is potentially contagious to us. Ah. Ah, so you need to make a diagnosis. Um, typically their ears margins get very itchy. Okay. Uh, you'll see some redness, intense, intense itching. And the good news is that isoxazolines often 
help control demodectic mange as well. Okay, excellent. So maybe something you're already giving in your the fleas, ticket, the ticks, flea right. medication will help with right. the mites. Okay, that's good news. <laughs> thank you so much, Dr. Werber. This is, a, this is a hard topic and kind it of a is. gross one. So thank yes. you for helping us with it. And very important. <laughs> very important. Thanks for watching. All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. And Pets Best offers comprehensive pet insurance plans that can cover up to 90% of your pet's unexpected eligible veterinary expenses. Together, Pets Best and the Care Credit credit card can allow you to provide a lifetime of care for your four-legged family member. Visit carecredit.com for more information. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. This content is subject to change without notice and offered for informational use only. You are urged to consult with your individual advisors with respect to any information presented. Synchrony and any of its affiliates, including Care Credit, collectively Synchrony, makes no representations or warranties regarding this content and accepts no liability for loss or harm arising from the use of information provided. All statements and opinions in Care Experts with Care Credit are the sole opinions of the guest. Your receipt of this material constitutes your acceptance of these terms and conditions.